Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. I'm assuming that not a lot of people here speak in tongues. <laughs> so I will translate so make your life easier. Greetings to all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, being together with people who are willing to seek God's interests instead of their own, it's really encouraging and uplifting. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to speak at this convention. But before I start, let me just give you a glimpse of how my journey with the Lord began. A journey that started 13 years ago. See, I come from a broken family. My parents were divorced very early in my childhood. I have witnessed much verbal and physical abuse due to my father's many problems. I started looking for a sense of, sense of belonging, acceptance amongst my peers. And unfortunately, I end up in a bad crowd. So I started, look, uh, I started using drugs, which have, in, in a way, in a way, in the beginning offered me an escape from reality filled with pain and trouble. I tried to get rid of drugs in many ways, with medicine, occult, but nothing helped. It only made things worse. So one night, amidst my darkest thoughts, thoughts that were going towards the direction of committing suicide, a voice turned my attention to Gideon's New Testament that was lying on the shelf covered with dust. It was not obviously my favorite book at the time. But I picked it up and opened it up. And in the mirror of God's word, I realized how dirty I am. What a sinner I am. And just like that, without any rights, I came before God with simple words. God, if you exist, you come into my life and change it. Because I cannot. Suddenly I had a feeling that my insult is being washed with water, washing away all this pain and misery. For the first time in my life, I experienced God's forgiveness and was truly free. I realized that God loves me and has given me a new life. You see, I, in my despair and insanity, wanted to take my own life. But God in his sovereignty gave me new life instead. I'm very grateful that I can be here and share with you tonight. Let me start with Slovenia and it's, oh, forgot to turn that on. Goodness me, I'm sorry about that. Let me start with uh, Slovenia and its Christian history. So Slovenia lies in the central Europe, bordering Italy, Austria, Croatia, and Hungary. 
it was the first country that had broke away from the former Yugoslavia. We will be focusing this evening more on the northeast part of it, which is Pomuria region circled uh, on the map. Slovenia is a very beautiful country. And uh, some of you might have heard or even visited some of its natural uh, or cultural treasures like Lake Bled or our capital Ljubljana, very beautiful city. Come there sometimes. Or Postojnska cave. When thinking about Christian history in Slovenia, it also looks good. I don't know whether you are aware of it, but Slovene was one of the first languages that the Bible was translated into. For instance, in 1550, the New Testament was translated by Primus Trubor, Slovenian reformer. Later on, 1583, uh, the whole Bible by Yuri Dalmatin. If I'm not mistaken, King James Version was 1611. Yes? So the Reformation had a great impact, uh, culturally, but also spiritually, in the lives of people. However, all that changed through the centuries. First with the first wave, with the Counter-Reformation, that is when the Roman Catholic Church wanted to bring back under its authority parts of the church that broke away by also using a severe force. And then especially in the 20th century, with the second wave, which was communism. People were not allowed to go to church. Christians were persecuted. And uh, Christianity in Slovenia never really recovered from that. The current situation in Slovenia is much in contrast with Slovenia's beauty and its early Christian history. So what is the current situation? Well, Slovenia has about 2,025,000 inhabitants. 80% out of those profess to be Roman Catholics. 0.09% of the population in Slovenia are evangelical believers. That's about 1,800 people, which is even lower than Iraq and Iran. 1,800 people or maybe twice the size of what this church can hold. Twice the size of what this church can hold. 0.09%. Slovenian church is in the need of prayer in order to be strengthened in the areas where it is weak, which is teaching, evangelism, unity, discipleship. There are many challenges and opportunities to serve in Slovenia. However, for us, that is for myself and my wife, our family, it became clear that the Lord is opening up doors for ministry we have never thought of before. For the past three years, we have been working alongside Leon Novak, a very evangelical minister in the Lutheran Church, and that man has been standing there alone for a long time, swimming against the current. Our aim is to plant a church within the organization, or maybe the better word is to replant a truly evangelical church within the organization. 
Let me explain by giving you an example or a brief overview of uh, the Lutheran Church. Lutheran Church, Murska Sobota, numbers over 2,000 members. Probably in Britain it's used a parish church, uh, the word. However, on a normal Sunday, there would be about 150 people present. And majority of these people would be elderly people. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, most of them are traditional. They look at Christianity as part of their culture instead of their convictions. People are use, losing interest in the Bible, in the gospel message. Church is facing problems like secularism, nominalism, traditionalism, and the results of that. Young generation is rapidly losing interest in Christianity and church life. When we first visited the church after Leon's invitation, after the service when we went out, we felt like we entered into the Valley of Dry Bones. However, everything changed when God has opened up our eyes to the need there and the potential there. When we started to look at the people in the church through God's lenses and not our own. And we stayed there. And as a response to a number of needs, a number of new initiatives and ministries were started, and I will divide them in two ways for better understanding. Starting with uh, inward ministry. We are reaching towards new generation uh, with the following. Youth clubs for post-confirmation group. Confirmation was seen as a mature statement on faith in the past. However, in nowadays, it is merely a ceremony that needs to be fulfilled. For youth clubs, maybe someone could think, well, that's normal activity for the church. However, believe it or not, it's the first one in this church. Together with youth, we come up with different topics that are relevant to them, and then by creative ways, think about that topic through movie clips, music, and then reflect on the same topic through the lens of scripture. And it is really encouraging to see these, these, these young people having a desire to learn from God's word and seek to serve the Lord. Especially Mitya, a young man in his 90s. He's from the other parish, but he comes along to our meetings, not just youth uh, club, also to other meetings that I will be explaining about. But he became a believer by listening to a Christian program on the internet. <laughs> Amazing what God can do. And he's hungry. And it's a great encouragement to be able to be a part of someone who disciples him. Another aspect is youth camps for high school and university students. Now, the purpose of camp is to encourage the individuals to think about the true meaning of gospel message in Christian life. Second, the aim is to challenge their life of nominal Christianity. And thirdly, our prayer is 
that Christianity would not be just part of their life, but become their life. Slovenian IFIS and teams from Hamilton Road Presbyterian Church have been of great help to us in this. Another aspect is informal events for students and young couples. And at this stage, church usually uses, uh, loses track of its members due to them moving away to studies or to work or etc. So therefore, through personal relationships and informal events, we have the opportunity to expose them to the message of the gospel. And again, the goal is very simple. Encourage and challenge them to either continue to be or become faithful followers of Jesus Christ and active members of church's life. Another one is a Sunday different, or we could also maybe say alternative service. You know, that was a very bold and challenging step for us. Uh, we have been very nervous on the first one. Why? Because we were afraid how traditional people would react to a less liturgical service with more emphasis on expounding the word of God. But the other way around happened because people were really encouraged. And this is also a good opportunity to include lay people uh, into, into the service. And we've seen some people recommit and commit their lives to Christ, like, like Dragica, for instance, uh, who is who, who has been a tutor of myself and my wife when we have been, um, uh, when we have been obtaining our driving's license. And he, she went through hard time in her life because her husband has deserted her uh, with another woman. And that was devastating for her. She was left alone with her two children. And she moved away from the Lord. But on one Sunday, Sunday different, I was speaking on the, from the parable of the lost son. Later on, with tears in her eyes, she came in front and said, I have come home. I have returned home. It's an encouraging to see people responding in that way when God moves in their hearts. Even though our serving there is a lot of time very draining. Christian literature. There's a great need for Christian literature and Bible study tools in Slovene. I was part of the team as mentioned uh, responsible for translating Christianity Explore into our language. And this is a great contribution to a Slovene church. And we have seen a number of churches, including Slovenian IFIS, using this material to reach out to people. However, prayer that other evangelical churches will forget about denominational differences and use this material to reach out to people would be greatly appreciated. Now, while saying this, a very encouraging feedback was sent to me by superintendent of Pentecostal Church saying, with much gratitude in my heart, 
a Welcome Christianity Explored course. I feel that this is an excellent acquisition for both believers as well as non-believers of all ages. As a theologian and professor of pastoral theology, I see in this enormous advantage and opportunity for a new way of spreading the gospel. The material is didactically and methodically accomplished. Language is clear and grammatically sophisticated. Theologically correct and professional, psychosociologically corresponds to our environment. So I will be happy to promote it and use it in our church. Instead of sacramentalism, it favors evangelism. Today, in our secular society where Christianity is experiencing Holocaust, we need to act together as one church that connects people and serves them. In an effort to do so, I want more cooperation with you and wish you all the best. Soli Deo Gloria. He is pastoring one of the largest churches, Pentecostal churches in Slovenia. So it was really uh, encouraging to see that. Now, the other part is the outward ministry, ministry to marginalized. Pumuria is the most undeveloped region in Slovenia, with the highest population uh, of unemployment, with the highest rate of unemployment uh, and poverty and drug addiction. Because there is virtually no other means of helping drug addicts, it is also a very draining way to serve. It is very needed. It's, it's a great need, but it's a very draining way to serve. And in the past, we've been running a support group, and we had the privilege to see many, many young women and young men come to faith. And today, they have their own families, and they are living as witnesses of Jesus Christ in their own environment. And some of these uh, people are still helping us in this area and also with these new initiatives. Uh, like Boštjan, for instance. Uh, he was the first one who came to faith through the support group and has went through the theological education and is now helping us in the church and in this ministry. And it's just amazing to see uh, his desire to serve his own people. At the moment, it is important for us to have a Christian witness in this area by providing food packages as we are able to. Through personal relationships, we seek to encourage drug addicts to look at the addiction through the eyes of scriptures. And if they are thinking about going to treat them, we encourage them and provide information about choosing Christian facilities. Special attention is also given to a growing population of those that have children. So they have addiction problem and they have children. And there is for three classes of children in our region. And here this sets a whole different set of problems and issues. And here we try to co co-work and uh, partner together with the local social services and health center. So together with the family, we have returned back to Northern Ireland for a year so that I can do another year of studies. But next summer, 2013, God willingly, uh, with a degree uh, obtained here, uh, we will return back to Slovenia. And we would appreciate and be encouraged, I would encourage you to pray with us for Slovenia uh, even now. Uh, 
Uh, and what I'm going to be showing, it's also going to be available on the leaflet, and you can pick that up on the ECM uh, stand. So please pray for uh, the Slovenian church in order to be strengthened in the areas where it is weak, which is teaching, evangelism, unity, discipleship. Please pray for the existing Christian witness to be faithful in spreading the word of God and encouraged by God's work amongst their countrymen. For the Pomuria region specifically, pray that people in the Lutheran Church, Murska Sobota, would either become or continue to be faithful followers of Jesus Christ. Pray that this church would become a strong witness in the community. Please pray for biblical uh, training of lay co-workers, translation and development of material that is going to be used to reach out to people. And please pray that with the help of our Lord, we would leave lives, legacy of lives, that glorify our Lord. Thank you very much for your time. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.